let's do it. All right. We are currently on our way to California. This is going to be the second road trip podcast that we have. Wait, we've done one before? Yes, we did on our way to California the first time, but we went to Monterey. Now we're going down to Long Beach. Now we're going down instead of going... Straight across. Straight across? Yeah, so now we're going down. I'm a big fan of going down. Yes. Yes. Right this second, as we're recording this, not as when you're listening to it, but we are looking right over the beautiful scenery of Las Vegas, and it is three in the morning. Yeah, two, it is. Two in the morning, Las Vegas time. Two in the morning. One thirty-nine. Yeah, one thirty-nine, Las Vegas time. Yeah. BD included. Anyway, but what we are doing... What? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> what we are doing is we are going down to the Long Beach Grand Prix... And South OC Cars and Coffee. LBGP. LBGTPQ17. What? I don't know. But we're going down to South OC Cars and Coffee on Saturday, which is tomorrow. And then on Sunday, we have the Long Beach Grand Prix. Which is the, this is the first time I've been to this. This will be my first indie race. Yeah. And this will be my first... Um, Real race? No, because I went to um, Pirelli World Challenge. Okay, yeah, that, I mean... But that, this is like a big... But I'm talking about like... Broadcast on TV, like... Almost race. FIA type races. Yeah, I mean, because this is IMSA. But it's still indie. Yeah, but th- this is a big race. I-, I would say this is the first big race. Because if, if we talk about Pirelli World Challenge at um, Utah Motorsports Campus, nobody in other than the people in... PWC or Utah will know what we're talking about. Yeah. If you say like, oh, Indy, IndyCar, people know that. Even if they're not car people, people know IndyCar. So I'd say this is probably my first big race. Yeah. For cars. Yeah. So. It's my like, what, second? What other one is, oh yeah, because you went to 24 hours of Le Mans. Yes, I did. Yeah, you suck. That was your first like real big race? The, yeah, the 24 hours of Le Mans was my first official big race. That's pretty cool. That's a That's a cool first race. It was brilliant. Yeah. What was your favorite part, like, about being there? Was it the cars or was it more kind of like the historic? I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, historically, I think it was amazing. Yeah. Just of where we were at. You know, all the people that have raced there. Uh-huh. You know, thinking back at, you know, legends like Steve McQueen, you know, racing oh. at Le Mans. And just being able to see the Mulsanne straight, you know, where he was able to, you know, take the, the forward, you know. Just, mm-hmm. mm. Anyway. Um, did you get to walk around the track much? I mean, not like all the way around it, but like... There were shuttles. Oh, So really? we could actually go to different like sections of the track. Mm. So we could go hit a shuttle and then we'd it'd take us to the Mulsanne Strait or take us like down to like the Porsche Curves or, you know, places like that. And we could get off and hop on. Yeah. And the shuttle will go around and like every, every like hour or so you would see the shuttle. Yeah. Uh, because it's a huge track. Really? I mean, yeah, I mean... No, I just think it's cool that they do that shuttle so that you can go see all of those bits of the track. Yeah, so you can actually go around. It's running 24 hours. Oh, that's cool. So you can hop on. You know, you have a ticket. You hop on the shuttle. It takes you where you want to go. You get off. You get to see, like, the cars on the most on straight. You get to see them on the different curves. And it just gives you a different perspective. That is really cool. And then also during the night, you have the carnival area. Yeah. Where your all the, like, teams are set up as far as, like, the sponsorships and things like that. So you see all of, you know, the Porsche tent, you see the Ferrari tent, you see, like, all of, like, the manufacturers have their little area, and it's like a little carnival, almost. 
and they have a Ferris wheel and stuff. It's pretty cool. That's really, really cool. Um, but I will say that in the opening ceremony of Le Mans, mm-hmm. I cried. Really? I cried. I would imagine. I mean, I'm not like saying, like, oh, really, you baby. I'm like, I would too. I was sitting in the stands, and we were, our, our seats were at the, uh, the Dunlop curves. Yeah. You know, right in the beginning. Uh-huh. Where they hit those curves that are just this nice sweeper. Yes. To the right. Yeah. That you can't ever do in Forza. Anyway. Um, that curve there, and you had the opening ceremony, and you had the jets go overhead. Yeah. That had the French, like, you know, flags, which are the colors. The colors. And then, like, you hear the race cars start. Oh, that's so And then cool. they start doing their opening lap, and it just, oh. That would be one of the best things that you could experience. Oh, it was amazing. In life. That's amazing. And the, the smell of petrol. Yeah. I'm, I am really excited for the race this weekend. It is going to be a lot of fun, which I'm, I'm going to say this is, I'm going to go on record so that we have no excuse getting out of it. This is, this weekend will be the first actual video, or I'd say vlog, that we're going to produce. Yeah. Because we're going to do a video for, I, I wonder if we can do two separate videos, a video for South OC Cars and Coffee, which by the way is the biggest weekly car show in America, United States. It is the biggest, by, it is huge. So we're probably going to do a video of that and then a separate video for Long Beach, just because they're going to be two yes. very intense things. So those will be coming. Uh, so stick around for that. Uh, we'll post a bunch of links and stuff so you guys can go check that out. I want to jump into the news because there's uh, quite a bit to talk about, there, which there hasn't been for a little while. Yeah, it's true. It has been. I want to start with this just because this has been a topic that you and I have always talked about behind closed doors. But a video surfaced online, not the one of you nude, but oh, okay, yeah, the yeah. one video that surfaced had a test mule that was kind of quickly glanced over that was an Alfa Romeo 4C Quadrifoglio. Internet went nuts. Yeah. People started asking what the heck. Alfa Romeo actually responded to it and said, listen, this was a project by our design team that we said if we thought about doing this, what would it look like? And they just did a design of what it would look like. There's been nothing done to the suspension or engine or anything like that. It's just all looks. It looked amazing. I don't know if you saw it or not. But they really should do that car and put the twin turbo V6 in it from the Julia Quadrifoglio. Yeah. Like, really? I mean, they could. What's your concern? It's not my concern. I think it's more Alpha's concern. Yeah. Um, by putting the engine of the um, Quadrifoglio into the 4C. Yeah. I mean, do you think it would kind of take away some buyers of the Julia? Um, I... I don't know if they'd take away buyers from Julia because I think people that are buying a two-seat sports car is a different market than the four-door family saloon, essentially. That's almost kind of like the... in it Just for a comparison, people that look at, like, the RS7 or an R8, they're, I mean, price point, about the same. 
R8 is a little bit more expensive when you actually like really get into it. But the RS7, different engine, but it's there. It's stupid fast, almost as fast as an R8. It's just four doors and against the two. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, though, you have the 4C that's, it's not, it's not built for an engine that big. That is true. I so, mean, it's so light, you know, you have mm-hmm. a decent engine in there that's enough for it. But I mean, wouldn't that throw off the balance? I think it would a little bit. So if, if you were going to build a 4C Quadrifoglio, what would you put in it? Or what would you do to it? That's, that's difficult. I mean, just like kind of the standard bigger turbos, put a bit more power out from the engine. And yeah, I mean, I would just rework, rework the engine. Yeah. That way it doesn't actually, like, throw off the, the balance and weight of the car. Because, I mean, you can get a lot of power out of a four-pot these days. Yeah, you can. Like at rally cars. Yes. I mean, you can. So, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't personally put a bigger engine in there. I mean, I would love to, obviously. Yes. But I wouldn't think... It, I mean, the driving dynamics wouldn't be proper that makes sense you know it's kind of it's kind of like when you know i mean this is obviously a video game but you know you put a v12 in the m2 there's nothing wrong with that yeah but it doesn't it doesn't handle well oh no oh no like for track purposes oh no no absolutely for us going on a road rally from las vegas to los angeles perfectly fine yeah but actually going out on the track and wanting to do well I mean you'll have fun and it'll be a blast but wanting to do well and have it handle properly it doesn't work no yeah okay feel you so anyway those are those would be my concerns and that's probably why you know Alpha is more hesitant to do it that way I mean I I do think that Alpha needs to build something along the lines of a mid-engine with that 4C I mean, or with that uh, six or twin turbo V six. I mean, if they talk. if they reincarnated the eight C, but instead of calling the eight C, call it like the six C and have it be that twin turbo V six. I mean, yeah, they could do yeah, that. I think they should. I mean, they could make a car specifically for the engine. Yeah, that's I'm saying they should. I mean, that engine is glorious, and we all know how awesome the Julia Quadrifoglio is. Why not take that and put it into a mid engine car? Yeah. And, I mean, it would essentially be a baby Ferrari. And everybody's been talking about Ferrari doing a baby Ferrari. Axe that and then just do it as an Alpha. That would boost Alpha's prestige look here in the United States. Really anywhere. But that, especially here in the United States with it being a new brand again. Yeah. Trying to build. That would build a lot of street cred with the company. It would. Yeah. Anyway. Who are we? We're not designers or product no but or anything like that. I mean engineers no but I, I mean it, it's it's not something that I don't think you have to be an engineer to, no. to think about anyway we'll move on to the next one Ford announced that they will be doing a entry level performance model Mustang what that means so is, like an EcoBoost yeah they're going to be doing something to the EcoBoost to make it like more performance, kind of like a performance pack two on it, which is really what I think it's going to be. But they, a bunch of people have seen it like this test mule going around um, Dearborn, and they've kind of seen it on the streets where it is looks like it's 
the Bullet Mustang, but it has the EcoBoost motor in it, and so they're trying to figure out what that is, so that'll be an interesting one, but frankly, I think just like Chevy has their four-cylinder and six-cylinder that you can get with the 1LE package, they should just do that same thing with the Performance Pack 2. Yeah. Because that Performance Pack 2 is awesome on the GT. Yeah, I mean, but I feel like the GTs are already an entry level a performance, performance car. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, a sports car. But I, when they say like performance model, they're talking about like the performance focus. Because I mean, a GT is a performance focus, but that's not the entry level of a Mustang. What they're, I think, what they're trying to say is the entry level, as in the V6 and the four cylinders. So what they're saying is. They took away the Ford Focus RS RS for no reason. Yep. Can we just talk? I love. This is weird, but I love Vegas at night. Vegas at night is cool. It's so much. Like it is so cool to see all the lights. There's so many buildings going up too. It's insane. But I There's think a lot of things going up in Vegas. During right the day, it is absolutely disgusting. Yes. But at night, I love walking around Vegas. It's cool. And it really is. Kaylee and I, last time when we were here, we were sitting at um, a restaurant just eating some food. And she was like, is this weird that I actually, like, enjoy coming to Vegas? Like, we don't drink or go to strip clubs or anything like that. But we just like going around on the weekend when there's a ton of people there, being around that atmosphere. We just think it's fun. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I thought I'd do a little detour. Get yeah, tired. I mean, it's not, it's not bad. What, am I getting tired? Yeah, I'm getting tired. Dude, I've been tired since, like... Ten. Ten. Like... Dead tired? Nah. <laughs> Are you going to make it to California? <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. Maybe you'll end up swerving off and dying. Shouldn't have done that in this car. I know. Can't speak any more about that. No. We have... Anyway. Legal issues. Anywho. Anywho. Um... Caesar, is there anything that you would like to talk about? Anything I would like to talk about? Anything you would like to talk about? Is this Caesar hour? This is, I'd say it is approaching 3 a.m. Caesar hour. Huh. Dude, I honestly don't even know. Like, I'm just trying not to crash the car. Uh, are you pretty focused right now? No. Uh, no? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I can put I can I can press this red button. We can pause it real quick. Uh, it's fine. I'm good. Oh, is that, what's going on here? Oh my goodness! What in the world? Road construction. <laughs> Almost hit the cones. This is what happened. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, that was even really nice. But anyway, um, actually, I don't know. I mean, all I'm thinking about right now is I want to watch qualifying for China. Do I? I we can pause it. It. No, we don't have to be. Oh, okay. okay. What do you think about qualifying for China then? I'm, I'm just, I just think about. Why? It. Why can't I think about F1? Well, no, so, yeah, no, that's fine to think about F1. I'm asking, like, what do you think the race is going to be like? What are you speculating? I'm speculating. Our job is literally just to talk right here. I know. I'm just saying. Trying to fill it with like decent. Excuse conversation. me. We're not trying to fill anything. I'm just talking. Okay. Talk away. Or, Caesar hour. Anyway, what? Why is it Caesar? Wait, wait. Am I smoking for the whole hour? Yep. I'm, I will be retiring for the Red Yeah, I love how you put the microphone on top of my Red Bull. Do you want your Red Bull? Here, I'll pull it out. <laughs> Get a little close to the microphone here. Hi, everybody. Oh, it's cold. This podcast is brought to you by Jared Baird, Car Collective, 
I just cut my nails so I can't open my can. <laughs> I'd like to tell you all a story Ow! about how uh, oh! Caesar and I first met. I just split my nail. <laughs> Nerd. Sorry for those I of you wearing headphones that probably really, really hurt. Ah! <laughs> this, is inter- this is really entertaining. Oh! Just so you know, I am not involved in any of these noises that is he is making. These are all him and him alone. Look at these coconuts. Oh my goodness. Actually, I would like to tell you a story about 15 minutes ago when we were at a gas station. What did we do at a gas station? Caesar found the meat section. We walked into the gas station and I'm looking for some snacks because we still have six hours left. And I get, you know, fidgety. I need like to snack on some M&Ms or trail mix. I don't know what your choice of snack is but you know that's what i do caesar goes to the meat section and in the meat section they have slim jims they have what really looked like pink hot dogs like actual like hot dogs that are just soaking in water it was really really gross so caesar grabs one of those and then pretends to deep throat it no i don't Wait, what? Then after that, uh, but actually, uh, I'll say so the, before so that. This is like, this is a set. This is. I'm talking sexy to them. Oh. Just kind of like that whispering here. Actually, just before that, what I did was I gave him a midnight Milky Way or Milky Way Midnight. How do you pronounce it? Milky Way Midnight. A Milky Way Midnight. I'll say that again in a sexy voice. In a Milky Way. Oh, no, wait, Milky You're Way. You're not midnight. sexy. No, I'm not sexy. Milky Way Midnight. Milky Way Midnight. Anyway, the entire time we were walking around the gas station, he was pretending that Milky Way Midnight was a penis as he just kind of... And he found... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yep, see. Pretty quick with it. He knows what he's doing. Yep. Knows his way around a uh, Milky Way Midnight. After that, what is the other thing? I'm not doing anything. Why are you you telling this story of me? I'm not doing anything. That's what he said. I literally didn't do anything. That's a lie. Anyway, but yeah. Am I okay to put this microphone back? You can. Hold on. Alright, she's usually gonna go suck it. It's a coconut Red Bull. Swallow. Good boy. Good boy. Alright, back to Caesar Hour. Why is it Caesar? What were we talking about? I thought we were talking about stuff. We are. Like what? I don't know, quite frankly. There's just a lot of... We. I think we're on well, like five minutes of dead air. Right? No, not really. It's not dead if... We're, okay, this is dead right here. Okay. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, but we were talking about like China. Um, oh, yeah. One. Tell me what you think about it. I really do think that if Ferrari can get their act together and keep their car on the track. Are you seriously doing that right now while I'm trying to talk? Yeah, keep going for it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if... if <laughs> can you not open a bag of chips without a knife? What is wrong with you? No, that's not how you open it. That's not how you open it. That's right not now. where you open it! <laughs> uh, keep going. I hope you cut yourself. She said she didn't love me! Okay, we really need to talk about something here. Alright, actually, let's talk about... I'm going to cut you off on China real quick. Why? Let's talk about road trips. That's what we're doing. Let's talk about a road trip. Okay. So, let's... let's, Since we're opening snacks, what is the best road trip snack? Since we're opening... I thought you said sex. Sex, we're opening some chips with salt and sexapur. (laughs) Okay, no, no, okay, okay. 
best what? Road trip snacks? Best road trip snacks. <laughs> I like Cheez-Its. Really? Cheez-Its? Yes. Why Cheez-Its? Because they're just a good snack. I mean, it, I mean, do, does anybody like cheese? Don't you like uh, cheese? Oh, I, lo- I love cheese. I, I love cheese. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if you love cheese, yeah. I mean, why, why not no, cheese? No, that's a good one. I was just curious. Aren't they gluten-free? No. They're not, not at all. Not a chance. So that is wheat, isn't it? Yeah, it's a cracker. It is a cracker. But, yeah. Um, I'm a big M&M and Red Bull kind of guy. Wait, wait, wait. Like, combination of the two? Mm-hmm. I'm... Put the M&Ms in the Red Bull and then I drink them. Nuh-uh. No, absolutely not. That's that, that's what serial killers do. It's sacrilege. That's what serial killers do. Have a taste of this. That's right what now, she said. Uh-huh. right now, Caesar and I we have some kettle corn. Nope, kettle potato chips. Of uh, salt and pepper on them. What do you think of them? Caesar hasn't had salt and pepper chips before. Don't know how that's possible. What do you think? It tastes like sunflower seeds. Because of the pepper. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't they? No. It tastes like sunflower seeds. Like the David sunflower seeds, you know, just a normal, original. It tastes like cracker or chips with salt and pepper. It tastes like sunflower seeds. No, it tastes like chips with salt and pepper. Sunflower seeds. Or you're just saying there's pepper. So, like, what? I, that's like me comparing it to, like, mashed potatoes that have pepper on it. Because you, It could taste like mashed potatoes. Oh, my goodness. All right. Are we done with the chips? My heavens. What's your favorite snack? My That's favorite, it? That's I, it? I said M&M's and Red Bull. That's what you eat on a trip. Yeah. I'm usually driving, man. I'm driving. And you're eating chips and Red Bull. Yeah. What else? Not yet. There's the Milky Way. I do like the Reese's Fast Break. The Reese's Fast Break. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I know I'm a big fan, but I'm a big fan of Reese's though. Yeah. I'm a big Reese's guy. You're a big racist. I'm a big racist guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, speaking of road trips, yeah. the last the last time we had this whole road trip podcast, right? We talked it, it about went a lot better than this. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. I just lost my train of thought. Yep. Um. No, I mean, so we've we've grown in the past year. Yeah, we so. have. I mean, as far as Thankfully. as far as you know, who we are and what we like to do and what we're yeah. achieving with our company. Yeah. Um. Back to your, you know, preferred car for a road trip. Don't feed me. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm not feeding you. What Open are you your doing? Hand. Open your hand. Why? Open your hand. I have a chip in my hand. You got two nuts in your hand now too. Ha! Got him. Okay, Queer. This, you're the reason. <laughs> you're the reason why we can't have a conversation. Okay, sorry. My favorite car for a road trip. Is that what you're asking me? No, yeah. Okay. What is the road trip? Where are we going? What are we doing? I, I said the same thing last time. Okay, this time we are doing a road trip. Okay. From. Sorry, I'm chewing on my chips. Chewing on your dips. <laughs> it was right there. It's kind of so much like I had to. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. 
The road trip. The road trip is from. I had food in my mouth. I'm taking it. Oh man, we're getting loopy. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we are going. Okay. Imagine this. Going from where to where? Have you heard of the area called Gibraltar? <laughs> I can't even say it. Gibraltar. Gibraltar. Your balls. Your sir. <laughs> okay. Okay. For real though. Yes, I know the area. I'm very familiar it's with it. It's three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it is three uh, in the morning. Oh goodness! This is gonna make for a good laugh. It's three in the morning. All right. All right. Let's not. In, you know. Okay. Okay. From that coast. Yes. Going Dude. through Spain, hitting um, up into Normandy. Ooh. Okay. okay. In France. Yeah. And then heading down. Going through the Black Forest in Germany. Um, coming out of Germany into Switzerland. Mm. Following through and hitting into Italy. I have my answer. And finishing, hold on, in finishing. All over your face. <laughs> in the Amalfi Coast. Oh. Yep. It affirms my answer even more. What? Ferrari 812. 812. Yep, okay. Ferrari 812. I'm, it's the Ferrari Grand Touring Car. I'm a big Ferrari guy. Especially when you throw Italy into the mix. I gotta go with a Ferrari. Okay. What do you think? What did you take? Okay. Sorry for the people. We have we literally have the bag of chips resting on the microphone. Yes, we do. Sorry. <laughs> um, We're again, so unprofessional. This can go over here. Huh. Okay. That's your choice? Let's get into details. What would it look like? Uh, what would the interior look like? The colors? What would you feel? What would exact you smell? Exact same podcast like, what would you... as last time. Oh, really? I mean, that's exactly what we did. Never mind. Screw that. Why don't you change it? Real quick, what would be yours? Tell me yours. I would choose, of course, yep. a 911 Target GTS. Ooh. No, that's, that's a good. That wasn't an of course. That... That's a brilliant idea. I would smoke you, and my my pick is significantly better than yours. But what? I think that's a phenomenal pick, and that is a perfect pick for you. Does that make sense? Yes. No, that, that's a great pick, Caesar. I'm, I'm actually really proud of that pick. I still have the better pick, but I'm proud of that pick. Okay. Valid. Okay. Let's keep going. Best road trip memory you've had. Really? Yeah. What do you got? What's the best road trip memory you got? Twenty seventeen. Alright. Although the car was not the best. Okay. The best road trip memory I have was driving through Europe. Mm. In the perfect car. In the perfect car. It was perfect. You better watch your mouth. That is why I have this love-hate relationship with that car. 
Oh yeah, you love it. And that, you made that you love it. I, that car took us from Paris mm-hmm. to Le Mans, all the way up to Normandy. Took me on the autobahn. Mm-hmm. Let me see the Rhine Falls. Took me up through the Alps in Switzerland. It brought me back all the way to Paris. Wow. That is probably the best road trip memory I have is just driving around a lot of, a big portion of Europe, really. Yeah, I mean, it's driving around Europe. And, uh, you know, like driving through Paris, and then I mean, Paris is terrible to drive through, but. Oh, yeah. France itself has some pristine roads. I would imagine. The Autobahn is phenomenal mm-hmm. in Germany. In Switzerland. And Switzerland is scenery. You have the Alps. You have all these castles everywhere. You uh-huh. know, it's... Okay. That's my best road trip memory is, is going through that road trip through Europe. That's a good one. I, I can't beat that. That's it's really phenomenal. hard to, like, for me to beat that with other things, other places I've been to. I bet you're pretty good at beating it. <clears throat> Exactly. And she's like, I have funny things here and there that I got, that I've got, um, like, memorable, I've got a few memorable things here and there, but as far as, like, one entire road trip, I don't really have one, because I've, I've seriously been on hundreds of road trips, I've done a lot of stuff, and a lot of them are really good, but there's bits and pieces of them that stand out to me, so, for example, like, coming up from California into Utah on performance tires, getting caught in a snowstorm, going through a mountain pass, and I seriously drove better than Ken Block ever could have. Uh, I've claimed it on this show before. There are times when my driving could not be touched by anybody else. Um, Name somebody. I say we call Ken Block and see if that's true. Let's do it. Ken Block, let's do it. I mean, Ken Block, I mean, you live where we live. So. He lives 30, 40 minutes away. Yes, I know. Yeah. So, Ken Block, um, Jared is saying he can drive better than you. Yep. Let's do it, my man. Anyway. I don't think so. I know for a fact that it's possible. I'm not saying all the time. I'm saying when I'm at my peak and he's at, he, and he's at his peak. Do you reach my your peak, peak pretty is, quickly? I, oh, I peak. I, I, I would say I've reached my climax very cheesy. These rocks are no, insane. No, it was a bottle. Oh, it was your bottle. The bottles are yes. Oh, pressure the pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I say Smart boy. me and when I I I climax quickly. Okay. And yeah. When I'm at my climax, I would look Ken Block right in his eyes while he's at his climax, and I'd say that I'm better than him. Just all over his face, huh? Yep. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I don't. Okay. Really have, like, all right. I don't really have like the road trip memory. Well, that's weird. Here's here's the thing. I mean, come on. I'm, you have to have something that, like... I don't know. I mean, it has to be some good memory that you have or something that, like... I've had sex with my wife on a road trip. Anyway. Moving on. I'm looking forward... <laughs> to the time when I'm in my GT350... And you're in a Porsche 718 or a Golf R. And we're doing a rally. And it's going to be a rally from L.A. up to... Monterey, and we're gonna go to exotics on Cannery Road. Okay. 
I'm looking forward to that will be my favorite road trip is when I'm in my GT350 and we're cruising and I get to look to my left and get on the walkie-talkie and be like, what's up, ho? And you'd be like, hey, man, how you doing? What was that? Look around what was that? That's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Why is my voice all... It was it, you were in an unfortunate accident. It was to get the 718. Somebody actually like hit the Mercedes and it it messed up your testicles. And there's with that happening, your your voice got very high and you lost a, a lot of people lost respect for you because of it. But I still like you because I'm your friend. But yeah. So why why in our future am I messed up? You're currently messed up, but it just got even worse in the future. No what. I see your voice is already getting high there. You're practicing. All right, okay. Getting used to it. My guy. My guy. But I, I really am looking forward to that. That's what next year. It, may, it might not be next summer, but maybe the year after that. I would love for next summer. My plan would be next summer. But we can always shoot for next summer. That's, I, I, but I my, mean, you usually shoot blanks. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, my goal is next summer. So that I can have that car for the summer and start to use that car to promote Car Collective during the summer. Yeah. And especially, I mean, you get your car during the summer. I got my car during the summer. Actually, I don't know if you'd be able to do that because you're locked into a Lissasse. Yes. But that's my goal. How cool would that be? You and I, side by side, Porsche, Ford. Ford wrecking the Porsche, just like No, no. Are you kidding me? The GT350 thrashes the GT4 and if you're in a 718 there's no way that you're going to keep up with the GT350 you think I'm going to keep it stock? what are you going to do to it? I'm not telling you yeah whatever exactly excuse so, me oh tell me how you can make it faster than the GT350 3 2 1 exactly you're dumb you're dumb <laughs> I'm buying a faster car no you're not well it's being Nikkei well yeah whatever exactly it'll be faster initially Okay. Really, actually, what would you do to it if you could build, like, your dream Porsche? Um, not, like, crazy, crazy, but 718. Let's say you got a 2017 Porsche 718 base. Not even an X base. I'd put bigger turbos in it. Yeah? Yeah. I'd put, yeah, I'd put bigger what else? turbo. What else? Um, better suspension, maybe, like, an airlift suspension. Mm, okay. So um, you can drop that sucker. Uh-huh. So Mexican. Oh my gosh. What was that? You're getting bodied tonight, dude. Exactly. Really? What else? Keep it going. What, what would we looks? What are we looking like? Oh, sorry, everybody. He's chewing. I gotta fill the dead air. So Caesar right now is eating chips. What is wrong with you? A lot. A lot. <clears throat> Many issues. Well, you know, you martini wrap a Porsche, it gives it like 10 horsepower. Oh, yeah, I have to save even 25. Yeah. I'd bet more than more than 10 horsepower. Oh, yeah. What no, is, I think, what? There's something that just came out of the bottom of that. Of what? Oh, I think it's a wrapper. Never mind. The bottom of what? Bottom of the, oh, yeah. Bottom yeah, of what? Rapper. Bottom of the Red Bull can I just had. Anyway. Okay. Martini wrap. What would you do with wheels? I would, uh... <clears throat> I really like the GT3 wheels. 
Oh yeah. I oh, like the center lug, you know, the center uh, lug GT three wheels. Those are sick. I would do the center lug wheels. That um, would be awesome. I'd put the GT four um, spoiler on it. Oh, I love it. I love the GT four. So I very do too. Much. So very much. There's still a ninety nine thou. It would it be sacrilegious or blasphemous to put the GT4 front end on it, a wing, kind of make it look like a GT, GT4 as long as you don't badge it as a GT4. Kind of like an Audi, you can put an RS grill on it as long as you don't badge it as an RS. See, I think it's not bad because if you're putting a, a GT4, you know, kit on there, yeah, it's because it's all aero. Yeah. I mean, you put the bumper on there, the side skirts, you know, and the diffuser, it's all for aero. Yeah. And so as long as you don't badge it as a GT4 or say it's a GT4. Yeah. I think you just be like, no, it's a seven eighteen that I bought for the track, and I just made it better for the track. <clears throat> yeah, because what you could do is you could take the seven eighteen, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you martini wrap it, but with the martini wrap, you put instead of like a certain number on there, you know, like a five, or you know, you put yeah. seven eighteen on there. Oh, that'd be cool to make it a seven eighteen martini. Yeah, that would be really really cool. So that way, people know it's a seven eighteen because you put that on there. We've got to come up with a library, or a library that we can put on the seven eighteen and the GT three fifty. Your number could be seven eighteen, and I said I could do mine as three for the car collectible yeah. three thing. But we got to have kind of like a matching thing that we can do. <laughs> what if we did like a yin yang type thing? That would be really cool. I, I I thought I kind of want to do something with the checkered flag in our logo. I don't know what I could do with it, but I kind of want to do something with that checkered flag. I don't know. But, like, having, like, checkers, like, fade, like, go from the back to the front, like, fade or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not as great at design. Yeah, I know you're not. No, I know. <clears throat> but, yeah. I'm excited, though, because I'm when I get the GT... My, my goal with the GT350, I could do whatever I want to it. I found a front splitter that's phenomenal. Just a carbon front splitter. Is this a carbon roof, right? What? It's a carbon roof. No, that's the R. Oh, okay, you're right. You can get like a painted black roof, but it's not like a carbon Okay, because you could do a car collective wrap on it. Mm-hmm. So what we could do is on the top with the roof, right? Yeah. Have it start up there. Yeah. Where it'll say car collective, but the checkers fade out to across the car. Ooh. And instead of being like cut and dry, they could be like frayed. Oh yeah. So like a frayed checkered flag that goes across the entire like like a kind of kind of at an angle. So from left front of the bonnet. Yeah. Um, to the rear boot. To yeah. the right rear. Yeah. And so it kind of has that angle on it, and then you have like a frayed checkered flag that starts that to fade cool. at the end. That would be cool. So you only really see it like from like a bird's eye view from like a drone. Yeah, that'd be really that cool. You'd see car collective, but then you piece people see on the street and they just kinda see a frayed checkered flag like on the sides of uh-huh. vendors. That'd be really cool. I see I think honestly I think when I first get it, I'm not gonna do much to it. It'll be fairly stock. But what I wanna do is start to build up car collective and get a few sponsors in on it so we can throw their stickers and whatnot. Well not like actual stickers, but throw their logo on the car and make it look like an actual like race car. Yeah, I want to. I want to go big with this thing to get attention. I think it would be so sick. Yeah. Either that, or just make a really, really good-looking GT350. But I want to do the the Mustang GT4 spoiler on the back, like what they have on the mm, GT500 yeah. yeah. as well. Yeah. That'd be good. But I'm, I'm having an issue though because 
you can get the technology package, but that comes with the like normal leather seats, not like the tracks like Recaros. Yeah. Or I can get like the base stereo and the Recaros that like, has the buttons on the side, you yeah. know that one. Or I can get the tech package with the leather seats and then rip the two front seats out and spend like four grand and get two track seats. You're thinking way too complicated. What are you thinking? Get the one with the track seats, base radio, switch out the head unit with a new like Pioneer deck or something. Just a, just a deck? Like not a deck, but I mean like... I'm sure, oh, oh, I could put an iPad in it. No, you could do that, but you could even buy like... A literal CarPlay integration. But the type thing, screen. the thing that comes with the technology package, though, is you get dual climate as opposed to single zone. How's that part of a tech pack? Because it's not standard with dual climate. It makes that makes no sense to make that part of a tech pack. It's more like a convenience pack. Yeah, well, it's all integrated. The reason why it's a part of the tech package. Well, is are the wires on, connected to the stereo? No, the reason. Is, so yeah, the the reason it's not the stereo, but that center eight point five inch display. The way that that's set up, it changes how the bottom portion of like underneath is set up. But I mean, do you need dual climate in a G three hundred and fifty anyway? I would want I would want dual climate. I mean, not just dual climate, but there's a, a list of things that come with it heated that seats. I would like to have for. I wouldn't care for the heated seats though, because I want the cloth caros. Does that have blind spot? Yeah, you can get blind spot with it. That's what the tech. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. There's know. options. I, there's options. But I don't know. I feel like it's like I, a dumb thing where like Ford's like, oh yeah, you can get this or this, but you no, can't get this and this. You can, you can now. You can now of our option to get the track seats or whatever. You can get the tech pack and, and the track pack together. But when in the first like two years or something, you, you couldn't do it. It was really annoying. But I wouldn't. I really honestly wouldn't mind just getting the track pack and not having the tech pack and having a track GT. Would not care. I'm fine with it because I still get like backup cam and things like that with it. But that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you could always get like an updated screen. Yeah. That fits the dash. That has like the integration for like audio and phone yeah. and stuff like that. You well, know what I mean? Like I don't know. Yeah, Apple CarPlay too. That's what I'm saying. CarPlay. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to figure that out next year, but it's not hard to find. Nope. We'll figure it out. Anywho. Yeah. I mean, I mean, 718s come with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Standard with, you know, CarPlay and heated seats and dual zone climate and, you know, backup cameras and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I don't know. I mean, Wait, was dual zone standard? Yeah. Hmm. That's nice. Dual zone standard on Porsche. What did that car start it's at? It's like the multi-zone, which is like if you had like a Macan where it's like different in the back. That's not standard. What did the 718 start at new? Was it... Like 47 or something like that? 47, 48. Mm, that's not Just bad. under 50. Yeah. That's nice. It's not bad. No, not bad at all. Cheaper than my uh, Merc cost. Oh, really? Yeah, dude, I'm driving a $57,000 C-Class. I mean, it's a nice C-Class, though. It is. But it's probably it's going to be the last time you buy a car out of spite, though. Yes, it will be. Yeah. That's a whole other story. Oh, man. I don't even know that story. Yeah, we haven't even gotten into that here. We haven't gotten into that story. Do you want to tell that one real quick, or do you want to wrap it up? I don't care. You pick. I think you should tell the people. I should tell the people that story? Yeah, it's a funny story. All right, people. Well, I was going to trade in the Porsche Macan 
So, real quick. Caesar had a Porsche Macan. Okay. Yes, I did. I had a Porsche Macan. Before my C-Class, I was going to trade it in for a C43. It's a, essentially, a, you know, it's a, it's a tuned C-Class. With, yeah. the, you know, the, the V6. And, uh, so we go to the dealership. I'm, I'm sitting here building it. I built the car online for months. Oh, yeah. I was building this car every day Long for time. at least half a year. Uh-huh. Just preparing to get this AMG. And so finally the time comes where we're like, okay, let's pull the trigger, let's go get a car. So I build the car, I go in, I put a deposit down to order it. I built it the way I wanted it. It had the nice blue, you know, that blue Mercedes for the AMGs. Yep. And it was the, um, the limited edition version of the car. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, their drive staff still connected. Yeah, just rolling. They're going to destroy it. Yep. Anyway, um, so I built this AMG. The you know black wheels. It had you know 19-inch wheels. It had like the Dynamica interior with that nice steering wheel. Love that. Um, and it also said um, a special edition on the uh, on the dash and everything because it was like a like a what what was it? I can't remember what the package is called, but it was all black accents and everything. Nine package. It wasn't no. a night package, but it was like a special edition. It was a special edition AMG something. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, it was a special edition AMG, and I was going to order one, and I had it on order. I actually put a deposit down of $1,000. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for this car. So, you know, long story short, um, my wife, I love her so much, um, decides to tell me, well, I don't think we should get this car anymore. It's too expensive. I mean, I mean, granted, in her defense, I mean, it was only—I mean, it was a sixty-seven thousand-dollar car, you know, custom ordered. Yeah. From Germany. Yeah. Oh. A bit pricey. A bit but, pricey. I mean, amazing. Amazing, and it was a coupe. Mm. It was a coupe. And so, I had it on order, and I was waiting for a while, and I had the notification that it got into production, and I was so excited. And then we decided to go to the dealership and maybe find a cheaper car at the dealership. Mm-hmm. So we go, and I'm like, okay, so I'll look. And I had to make sure that the car had the AMG exhaust. Because mm-hmm. you can't get an AMG without the AMG exhaust. A huge difference. Huge difference. Sounds so much better. Mm-hmm. And so I go in, I find a black one. I like it. It's, it's beautiful. It has... You know, a night package. It has that beautiful star grill, illuminated. You know, obviously, like it's a, you know, it's a little gimmicky, but it's illuminated star. Uh huh. I um, love it. But it looks amazing at night. Uh huh. And so I'm over here. And I'm like, okay. I'm on the phone with. I'm on the phone, at home, with the sales guy, mm-hmm. putting my name on this car. And he, we get we agree to numbers on the phone. How often do you have dealerships agree to numbers on the phone with you? Hardly ever. Oh yeah. He gets down to a price where I'm like, oh, yes, that's that's a great deal. Yeah. Because the car had been on the lot for six months. Yeah. You know, I mean, people test driven it, so I'm not, I mean, it, it happens. Yeah. And so I say, okay, I'm locked in. Tell my wife. She's like, what? No, we cannot get this car. We cannot. And so we, we argued about this car. Okay. We still we, do. We still do. We're not really argue anymore, really. It's more, I bring it up, it's a bitter, mm-hmm. bitter conversation. Yeah. She feels really bad about it because 
she knows how obsessed I am with cars, and if I don't get exactly what I want, I'm just going to get another car. Yep. And what's happening right now? Yeah, yeah, that. That's happening. You've done it twice. I've done it twice. Three times since I've done it. And so this time it was supposed to be, okay, you're getting the car you really want because that's going to make it so you don't spend more money on a car later. That was the plan. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did it happen that way? No. So we argued about it. We had a full-on argument that night. And it got bad. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. Like, yeah. It was just, it was we terrible. Just leave it at that. It mm-hmm. was terrible. And so the next couple days go by, and I'm trying to find a different car out of spite. I'm like, I need to get a Mercedes. I'm getting a C-Class, whether you like it or not. I'm getting a new car. And so what happens? I see this, you know, Designo Diamond White, beautiful C300. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful car. Yeah. Sedan. And uh, we go and pick it up. I love it instantly because of the paint. It's a beautiful car. I mean, it, it is a really nice car. It is. I mean, we talk a lot of trash about Mercedes, but about my Mercedes specifically. Yeah. But it is a great car. It's just not the one for you. That's no. why we're talking trash on it. And so I end up getting this car. A couple weeks later, I instantly regret it. And, well, I think it was really about two weeks. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. And so long story short... I should have gotten an AMG. And didn't. And I didn't. Yep. And that's it's been a it's been a difficult thing to, to live with. Yeah. I mean it, it was a great lesson though. Don't so don't line. buy a car out of spite. Do not. Don't just say, you know I'm getting a car anyway, whether you like it or not. Especially when it's pricey. <laughs> yeah. It's not a cheap car to, <coughs> to say that about. Yeah. And like at least like you can't get out of it or anything like that that like yeah not easily well it was a good lesson to be learned yes so for those of you out there don't buy a car out of spite just don't no it's much better to piss the wife off or husband whatever and (laughs) keep the car yeah get what you want because you're a lot happier and they'll see that joy from you in the beginning they will be mad about it oh yeah but they'll get over it because they'll realize that that was the right choice yep that's it. Uh, anything else? I don't know. No, I mean, this is. I think, been, that's, I think that's good to end on. This has been a good one. I think it's good to end on. Yes. A great life lesson. Yes. Lovely. 